The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning loves it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. This is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. Matt Corral could possibly play himself into the starting job. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hunt now? Welcome back in second hour up on game live on Fox Sports Radio. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, (laughs) this is interesting. Florida State, obviously undefeated. They get left out of the college football playoff. And they have the backup quarterback that was playing. He, nah, I'm not playing. I'm transferring. I'm entering the portal. <laughs> Keon Coleman, Jared Verge, they best players. Like, you know what, man, we done. They, opt, they all opted out. But there's still a game to be played. It is. If they win this game, they would finish undefeated for the regular season. Should they be national champions? 
So you so you saying if Florida State beats Georgia and they finish fourteen and zero, should they be the national champions? I mean, I don't think that they will. I don't think really think they have a good chance of beating Georgia. Man, they about the to get blown that, out. Yeah, but I mean, but you you know you got to play the game. Yeah, you, you never you know. You must play the game. And especially with all the players sitting out, you know, Florida State, they really don't have a chance. But I think that's a great question. Even though they didn't get the opportunity to compete for a national championship, but if somehow, some way, a miracle happens and they happen to beat Georgia and they're 14-0, and 0, maybe they will be co-national champions. I don't know. But I think it's a, I think it's a great question. It was a great debate. But I think just because of the mere fact that they are not included – in the top four that they won't be recognized as national champions or coach national champions. They'll just be that team for the ages that had a hell of a season that nobody recognized as them as being elite. Yeah, once they lost uh, Jordan Travis, it was as if that the ACC championship pretty much showed the committee – everything that they needed to see. They could barely move the ball offensively, could barely get a point offensively. And they said, we don't want this in the college football playoff. It's going to get ugly. They They were playing against a Louisville team. And, yeah, they won. But it was was tough sledding just to move the ball offensively for Florida State. And so if you're a Florida State Seminole player, it, it sucks if you're a fan, it sucks. Alumni, what if you're just associated with Florida State, it sucks that you got left out of the college football playoff. But now that Tate Rodemaker, I believe that's his name, he's entered the portal. They're playing. Who's going to be the quarterback? Your receivers ain't. Johnny Wilson ain't, ain't playing. Uh, Keon Coleman ain't playing. Jared Verse isn't playing. And, and so your best pl- – I don't believe they have a chance. Georgia's going <laughs> to smack yeah. them. And, Georgia, you know, Georgia mad. They mad. Oh, yeah. They mad. So, they're they going to they gonna, uh, – Florida State's going to be this example. But if they were to go undefeated, it would be one of those things where if if I'm uh, Florida State University, you best believe um, everybody on that team going to feel like we national championships, we national champions. We getting rings. Um, I'm getting a trophy made up. I'm putting that up in the facility for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, you putting it up in the facility? <laughs> oh, 100%. 14-0 undefeated in the Power 5 Conference? Oh, 100%. Man, you, yeah, man, you beat Georgia. It doesn't matter who who's playing in this game for Georgia or not. I don't care if they sit everybody. But if they yeah, look who's playing Georgia. for Florida State. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the opt-outs, people talk, oh, man, this opportunity for a guy – that wasn't playing much to show you should be playing because we all think when you're not playing, we should be playing. Let's put that out there also. All the backups that don't be playing, we all feel like we should be playing. When I say we because I was once a backup, and I'm like, man, I'm better than this dude. And right, so right. if you are that backup, show and prove now. And so, you know, what one man decides not to do, it gives another man an opportunity to take advantage of it. But, yeah, if I'm Florida State, that that that's what I would do. I would – uh. Give all the players rings. I'm getting a trophy made. And, yes, we are <laughs> national champions. But I, I don't see that. I don't see that taking place. But this is why you play the game. I think Georgia is going to put a whooping 
on Florida State. It, it, oh, it's going it's going to be bad. Yeah, I just hope it's not bad as it's in. I, I, I believe the spread went from like 16 and a half to like minus 20 or something, but that's three Whoa. touchdowns. But we're going to find out. <laughs> now let, let, let's transition to the to the NFL. Has Mr. Antonio Pierce, what has he done enough in your eyes to be hired <sighs> full time with the Raiders? Uh, you know what? Uh, I believe so. Um, I had a chance to talk to him on Monday for a little bit. And um, I just think that I know that, you know, with the with the energy and what this team is playing with, he has bought that onto this team for the remainder of the season. I think the players have a tremendous amount of respect for him because he's letting them – pretty much, you know, govern their own locker room and be themselves and be the players that they want to be. And from a player standpoint, when you get that from a head coach, there's nothing you want to do. If you're going you're gonna to play hard for him every every single week. And I, I think he's brought that kind of energy to the building for those guys, and this is what they needed. And he said that that Kansas City game will be a violent football game. And, you know, I talked to him on Monday, and they have that attitude of, you know what, defensively, we're going to hit everything moving. And I think once you start playing a physical brand of football, defensively, offensive teams and offensive players, they take heed to that because you know what? Now this game is not just, you know, from a mental standpoint as far as you going out there and playing a scheme. Now these kids out there dropping hammers on each other. Hey, you, you know how I go, T.J., when defense is out there hitting hard, they start dropping helmets. Oh, we're going to find out who the real football players are. For sure. On the, other, on, on the other side of the ball. And I think he's bringing that physical aspect to this team, and they have the players to do it. And he's playing that style of defense where basically everything that he's learned defensively, he beat Spag, Spagnolia at his own game, calling his defense better than what he did. And for him to be able to go in there – and have that kind of performance against Kansas City last week. I think it's I think it you know, it says a lot about him and his team and headed in the in the direction that they they want to be headed in without a franchise quarterback at this start at at, at this time. So <clears throat> I would assume that in the offseason they're gonna get better. They're gonna bring in some better players offensively and on defense. And I expect them to compete for the AFC West division um, next year if he is the head coach. But, you know, if I'm Mark Davis, the general manager and the owner of this football team, I don't know who else that you can bring in at this point in time with two weeks left in the season. And, you know, you evaluate the last two weeks and going into the offseason, another coach that you can bring in, what he has been able to create over the past two months. I feel like he he's – He's earned it, and you you earn it by number one winning football games. But the players in that locker room, if they believe, if they believe in the coach and they believe in his direction and his ability to lead them, I don't think people understand how much that matters because every day. Mm-hmm when these meetings take place, 
Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And that that's constant. You have a meeting Wednesday, you have a meeting Thursday, you have a meeting Friday, you have a meeting Saturday. That head coach gets up in front of the team every single day. Every single day. And you have to convey a message. And that message has to be genuine. And that message cannot be the same message that you gave the day before. And it's mm-hmm. and so you got to go up there as a head coach and as a leader of men and they got to believe you. And if he's gotten to the point now where they believe in him, he's a head coach. He's earned it because now the players believe in him. When you believe in your coach, you don't want to let him down. If you don't believe in him, you don't give a damn. Like when it really gets tough, you you really don't care. You, we all want to win. You always going to do what it takes to win. But when you really believe in something, you don't want to let him down. You go above and beyond. And I believe he's reached that point now. Now, <clears throat> next year, you, you you go into next year, I don't know how they're contenders in the AFC West. If I'm being honest, they better get another quarterback. That's what I was saying. That's what I was they saying. better get another quarterback. And Aiden O'Connell, yeah, you're a rookie. But you're an older rookie. I mean, you started and played a lot of football at Purdue. Dude had no completions in the last three quarters. He didn't complete one pass in three quarters. And they won the game. But that defense mm-hmm. and what AP has brought to that. And everybody will say, you know, Patrick Graham was a defensive coordinator. They weren't playing defense like that before AP became the head coach. Nope. They weren't playing defense like that. And so his imprint is all over the defense. You look at a guy like Jack Jones. Bill Pelichick did what he normally does, some dumb stuff, and they release him. He looking like all pro with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He looked like an all pro with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's AP. And, yeah, AP coached him in high school, and AP has a great relationship with him, coached him in college as well. Um, we've been around Jack since Jack was 13, 14 years old. But he looks like an all-pro with the Raiders. And, and so the way guys are playing hard for him, to me, makes him the head coach. I don't know what Mark Davis is going to do because he probably should have hired Basaccia to be his head coach, and he didn't. And so will he make that same mistake twice? I don't know, but I do believe AP has earned it. Now, you got to go out these next two weeks, win some games, play great football, but if the players – are if they just really change and and that's what I saw the change in play on the field and so yeah it, it looks like it to me he's earned it but it looked like Basaccia earned it as well and they hired Josh McDaniels and so who knows what will happen I know we will be taking a break up on game Fox Sports Radio that's Plaxico Burris. I'm TJ Hushmanzada. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening welcome back in up on game we're live from the tyrac.com studios i'm tj hushmazad alongside plaxico burris plex i don't know if you uh read about this or you, you've seen this story but i don't know what to make of it we're gonna try to make some sense of it and and kind of comb through this but the ncaa is investigating unauthorized access to film system and when you hear that what is the first thing you think of like what what goes through your mind when you hear that they're investigating unauthorized access to film system what what do you think uh i think right off the bat it, it says to me that i believe these teams or institutions may be hacked into yeah, but what team do you think is is doing the wrongdoing? Michigan. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I'm going to let you speak. And then because when I saw that, I'm like, what did Michigan do now? And if it ain't Michigan, they're dead wrong because so, I read that and thought Michigan right away. But go ahead. And, and why, the reason why I say Michigan is because when they when they were 
brought wind of this. I read the article this morning. Do you know that Michigan football erased their entire cloud off of this catapult system? Why would you do that? Yeah, Why man, would you I... do that? Why would you discontinue your service with this catapult sports or whoever it may be, this, this software company that basically downloads and shares information uh, with coaches and practices and games? Why would you delete your whole cloud of everything that you've done up to this point? And this was just yesterday when you found out about it. Do they feel that their information is being compromised? No. That's the only reason you erase it, in <laughs> no, my opinion. No. They're, 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 when, they're, when, they, when, when you erase it, it's not that their information is being compromised. The, the investigation is basically leaning towards other schools like a Michigan, you know, getting information from this software that benefits them. That's why I would say you erased your your whole history or iCloud within the system because where there's smoke, there's fire. All I'll say is this. If Michigan isn't involved in any of this, the NCAA, they're, they're wrong because when you put something like this out, you leave it up for interpretation. And anybody that follows sports is automatically going to think, what is Michigan doing now? Anybody. Because of what went on with the sign-stealing scandal, and I, I didn't think that was a big deal. <laughs> Can't help it. We're smarter than you guys. We're, we're, we're working harder than you guys. Uh, that's called advanced, advanced scouting. Get over it. Coach better, play better, change the signs up. But this here is different because now you're going through their – plays and trying to decipher this and that and I, from the looks of it and I read it last night you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to go into somebody else's system right but again when you put this out there anybody that follows college football is automatically going to <laughs> think it, Michigan it is and, uh, and so uh, that to me that's unfair if it isn't Michigan, that's unfair because I I promise I was reading this and I'm like, OK, I'm waiting to see something with Michigan. I'm waiting to see because it was no clarification. It said Michigan shut down its access to the cloud and video through catapult in the beginning of November to prevent any unauthorized access to its film. So. Was there another school trying to Michigan, Michigan? If you get where I'm going, well, well, listen. Um, the only hey, the only way you can get into somebody else's system is this: if if you're on, you are on the same platform. So I guess with them being not being a part of this software anymore, they can't look at other teams, and nobody can look at them. So they kind of, by doing that, they kind of took themselves out of the equation. But when yeah. the information came out to you, why would you? Why would, Why are you the only team in school to stop using it? And, and and I think because they feel like their information 
was compromised. That's how I take it. But I also took it when well, I saw what? this. Every, if, if that's the case, then everybody else is too. Then why why would everybody else not stop using it? I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I guess hey, this why is would hey why wouldn't Alabama and 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 you know Georgia and everybody why wouldn't they stop using it? I mean, did you did you see was, what the Alabama players have been saying? Like we can't even we're, they're not even watching film on iPads anymore because they think it's getting hacked. And so the players at Alabama, they're they, they're they're not permitted to watch film on the iPads. It's no longer being uploaded to the iPads. Um, it's old school, Plex. They better go okay. back to how we did it, baby. The v- VCR tape, hey, hey, and CDs, hey, give them that little CD and okay. go watch it in the little DVD player. And <laughs> hey, TJ, let me ask you a question. But let me say, do do you think that is possible? For somebody to work at this software company, say, if I'm an alumni, let's just say oh, University oh, of Illinois. 100%. Do you not think that they would leak information to their rival school so their school could win? Oh, I believe they would. And okay. Yes, I believe they would do that. And, you know, we're, we're calling and, you know, we're questioning people's integrity, but that's what we got to do. That's what – and so, yes, I, I, I wouldn't put that uh, – Beyond people to say, oh, would he or she give up this type of information? Absolutely, I believe somebody would. Or if you're getting paid for it. Oh, if you're getting paid for it, you're really going to uh, <laughs> think twice. Like, ah, you does know this I mean? give my school an advantage and I'm going to Ab- get paid for it? Absolutely. But to me, the biggest thing in this is if Michigan has nothing to do with this, the NCAA really hates Harbaugh because for them not to just – when you put this out there, I believe it should be something – this has nothing to do with Michigan. Like, you have to put that disclaimer out because that's what everybody is going to assume. That's the but, first thing that no, I assumed when I read but, this. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But the red flags go up when they say they discontinued using this this software. It, it does. It does. That's the red flag of the whole thing. Hey, you can say Michigan all you want, and they may have nothing to do with it, but now you're asking yourself the question, why are they long, no longer a part of this, this, uh, this software program that everybody's been using, that everybody continues to use moving forward? Well, Harbaugh why, just comes to you? the league, man. You just go ahead and oh, yeah. Michigan. You ain't got to worry about He would not this, be the man. head coach of Michigan next year. There's no way. There's too much going on behind this guy. He will not be the head coach of the University of Michigan next year. And he's saying he already he violated recruiting violations and all of that. They're going to get penalized, and he's going to move on to the NFL. That's how it's going to happen. Yeah, it, he, he needs to just uh, go ahead and beat Bama. Getting a uh, college football national championship game, and then come on back to uh, Southern California, man. Go ahead and take that Charger job, turn them around, and voila, Michigan NCAA. Now y'all go mess with somebody else. That's baby. I mean, <laughs> they they got it out for hardball, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But we right, now, right. Alo Isaac Lauren Crime, you got any updates for us? Anything new? Any more trades? Or- 
No, just the one, but it was a big one, fellas. Multiple outlets reporting the Toronto Raptors trading OG Ananobi, Malachi Flynn, and Precious Achua to the New York Knicks for R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and a second-round draft pick. And, fellas, the fact that the Knicks and Raptors are trade partners is ironic considering their present. Yes, they are involved in litigation with one another. Back in August, the Knicks sued the Raptors, alleging that a former Knicks employee sent confidential proprietary files to the Raptors. In college football right now, at the Peach Bowl, 11th-ranked Ole Miss has just taken a 20-10 lead over number 10 Penn State with 4 minutes and 58 seconds left to play in the second quarter. In the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs just activated receiver McCole Hardman from injured reserve ahead of Sunday's game against the Bengals. The Jaguars have activated offensive lineman Cam Robinson from injured reserve. The Eagles today downgraded linebacker Zach Cunningham and tight end Albert Okwe-Bunam to out for tomorrow's game against the Cardinals because of injuries. The Packers downgraded cornerback Eric Stokes to out for tomorrow's game against the Vikings because of a hamstring injury. Finally, fellas, back to the Peach Bowl. And again, Ole Miss currently leading Penn State 20-10 with five minutes left in the second quarter. Social media sleuths are claiming that in the lead-up to the Peach Bowl, Ole Miss made a fake Penn State fan Twitter account to motivate its players for the game. Seems to be working, by the way. In the last few days, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin retweeted four tweets from the Twitter account at we are underscore Penn State 23 that, among other things, called Ole Miss soft and said Penn State was going to embarrass them. Well, the aforementioned social media sleuths found that the account had only been recently created. The four tweets that Kiffin retweeted were the only four tweets that the account has posted. And finally, that the email address that the account was registered to apparently belongs to a young assistant on the Ole Miss coaching staff. So real or fake, it's apparently working right now. Ole Miss up 20 to 10 with five minutes left in the second quarter. Fellas, life was a lot simpler when you played. Hey, man, Lane Kiffin, he, he, he's special, man. Like, little things like that to get the team motivated. Lane Kiffin is just a different dude, man. He, if that's going to motivate your players, more power to him. But, yeah, <laughs> can you imagine sitting in the meeting? Hey, I want you to go make up a, a fake X profile and tweet this, tweet that, and I'm going to retweet it. We're going to motivate the players. I'm going to put it up in the team meeting. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And they go do it. It's really crazy, but Ole Miss look good right now. They really do. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, hey, Ilo, whatever you got to do to get your team motivated, hey, you must do. And Ole Miss look like, the, you know, they got the number one kid in the portal, Walter Nolan, to transfer in from Texas A&M. So, Coming back next year, Ole Miss going to be – they're going to be a team to be reckoned with now. Look like they're going to have some pieces moving forward. Talking about moving forward, can the Cowboys move forward after two consecutive losses? The Bills manhandled them. Josh Allen didn't throw for 100 yards, and the Cowboys still lost. And then they lost a nail-biter to a good Dolphin team. So now they're on a two-game losing streak. They play the Detroit Lions later today. 
Can they rebound, and do you see them rebounding heading into the playoffs? Do I see them rebounding, the Dallas Cowboys? Um, I do see them rebounding. I do. Um, But I think for them, we really don't know who they are, this this Cowboy team. You know, uh, they – Obviously, they, they go to Miami and they lose this game, which I, I told everybody that I didn't think that they were ready to go into Miami and win a football game and be able to sell down that offense, and I was exactly right. But for them, they have to be able to establish some confidence in the next couple of weeks, man, to go into the playoffs because right now they're just a good football team. They're a great football team at home, but when it, can you really trust them on the road to to win a playoff game? I would, right now, I don't, I don't think that you can. Um, right now, if if they're in, what, the fifth, five seed or six seed or whatever the case may be, they get no home playoff games because they're not going to win the NFC East. And they just haven't been able to generate any confidence on the road. Now, and I, and, you, and I say, if, would you, you want pick to come? Who? It, no, no, so I no, would not. Listen, they would have to go on the road and probably play the Bucks. You now I'm not, Baker's playing better. Baker Mayfield and the Bucks are playing better football. Right. But I believe the Cowboys I'm, would be the favorite. They might be the favorite. You can be the favorite all you want. But what I they believe have, they win. What they have showed me over the past two games when they've played on the road. If you want to be taken seriously as a contender uh, to win and be able to compete for a world championship, you have to be able to go on the road and win football games. And I think that's going to be the Achilles heel because from a confidence standpoint, all the pressure's on them. The way that they started off, they uh, they were just until last week, they were, they, they, they were you know, in first place of the NFCs, and now they're looking at a 5C without even having a home playoff game. And now it goes to, okay, we cannot afford to go out in the first round based off of where we were a couple of weeks ago as being as being the number one, uh, you know, as being a division of winning NFC East. And I said this to you last – I said this before, you te- before the season said, TJ. And I asked you this question. And I said, if the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy don't get to the playoffs or get knocked out in the first round, will he be the head coach of this team next year? I said no, he shouldn't be. Look look at this. Oh, gotta get rid of Keller Moore. We gotta run the ball more. You know, we 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 not balanced enough. We're we're just throwing it too much. He came out, ran the ball. And then it's business as usual. Pass, 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 pass. Mike McCarthy just didn't want Kellen Moore on his staff because it feels as if Jerry Jones forced him on the staff when he hired him. They're still throwing the ball and to me. This is one of the better rosters that the Cowboys have had. And so I, I just can't imagine the Cowboys not having success. Now, I don't believe they're good enough to beat the 49ers, but they're good enough to beat everybody else in the NFC. And so if they had to go on the road in their first playoff game, I have full confidence and belief that I, I believe the Cowboys would win. I do. I feel like they'd win that first playoff game, whether it's it's the Bucks um, or who, whomever it may be. I feel as if 
the Cowboys could win that game. And, and I say the Bucks because they look like they're going to win the NFC South. But I, I feel I feel comfortable and confident in saying that. But, yeah, Mike, Mike McCarthy, uh, they, they if they don't win a playoff game, I, I don't see how they bring them back because it's I, I don't all this hype. We do well in the regular season. This roster is loaded. Yeah, you you lost uh you lost Trayvon Diggs, but you still have an offense and a defense that's loaded. Hey, you gotta do something with yeah. it. Yeah, this game tonight is going to tell me everything about the Cowboys that I need to know. If they cannot get a home win tonight against the D- Detroit Lions, who who's been pretty much up and down over the past, they struggle to stop the run. The Lions yep, run it well. They, they uh they, they lost to Chicago. Everybody knows about the, the Jordan Love going in there Thanksgiving and then last week, you know, pulling out a nail-biter basically to the Minnesota Vikings. I just think the, the Detroit Lions, right, we don't know who they are either. But if the Cowboys find a way to lose this game tonight against a visiting Detroit Lions football team, then I think this will be the tell-all for Mike McCarthy Moving forward, if they don't win this game tonight, don't expect them to get out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it, it's going. The Cowboys need this game J- just, just, just for the, your psyche. We want to start and, going and into the, the playoffs. And all the pressures on them. You know it. This is what everybody's talking about: Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. They still got to put the weather. They still got to put together some winning football games for the next few weeks. Yeah, it's hey. Let me let me say this because I'm watching this game as as we're doing the show. Uh, Trey Harris from Ole Miss will be one of the best receivers in college football next year. I'm gonna just put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna put that out there. I've I've worked with him a few times, and now just watching him in a game, wow, he'll be one of the best receivers in college football next year. But yeah, the, the Cowboys, man, it's uh every year. This the team. This the year, yeah. and, and so. Eventually, it has to be the team in a year. It can't, oh, it'll be next year. Oh, it'll be next year. It must be this year. And, and so, does that fall on Mike McCarthy? Does it fall on Dak? It was a lot of, oh, Dak has earned a contract extension upwards of $50 million. Man, if you can't win a playoff game or two, I don't know if that's the case. I, I just Right now, I just don't see it. I don't know um, if that's the case. If you, if you get bounced, I, I don't see how you can do that. I, I but, really but, don't. But he's guaranteed $60 million next year. Listen. Guaranteed. You see what the Broncos are doing, man. We're not just going to keep <laughs> throwing money around if we don't think you can take us where we need to go. I, I get what you're guaranteed. Guaranteed. Dak Prescott is going to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys no matter what. For no, he can be the quarterback, but – we talking that type of extension, new money. Oh That's, no! If they no, like they're giving they, him an extension of over fifty million a year. No, no, I, I don't see that happening. Mm-mm. I don't see that happening. Well, that that's that's what they saying. So we will see, and we got to take a break. Fox Sports Radio, up on game. That's Plaxico Burris. I'm TJ Hushmanzada. We'll be right back. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Man, welcome back in Up on Game. We're live from the Tyrac.com studio. I'm TJ Hushmazada alongside Plaxico Burris. Maybe the game of the weekend in the National Football League. But will it be the game that won Lamar Jackson signs, seals, and delivers his second MVP? Will Lamar have a performance that's so worthy where it's like he cannot be denied his second MVP? I, I don't really think it has to do with this game. But I think that the, I, I really believe that the Baltimore Ravens will win. I mean, I don't think that he has to go out and be any more spectacular than he's been all season long. And just a month ago, you know, he, Lamar Jackson wasn't even in the talks of being the MVP candidate. And all he's done has been nothing but stellar this entire season. And I look back on, like, the Baltimore game. That was a game that they were supposed to have won. And now you're talking about a team that's, you know, supposed to be <laughs> with, with, with only two losses. And uh, I believe they'll win this game tomorrow in Baltimore. Uh, I believe defensively they'll get after the Miami Dolphins and, you know, be able to slow them down just a, just a bit to where, you know, Baltimore can, you know, play play their style of defense and put them in good situations offensively. But if you're a defense trying to defend Lamar Jackson right now, 
with the way that he's extending plays, man, it's just a nightmare for those defensive backs to be able to plaster those wide receivers all over the football field. It doesn't matter who you are. Now you're talking about covering five, six, and seven seconds. Do I play man? Do I play, do I play zone? Uh, and, and, you know, if we're playing man, he gets outside of the pocket. He's making big plays. But the longer he holds onto this ball, it's the, the, the more dynamic he becomes. And I think he's realized that and understands that now, especially with the ability that he has and the speed, being an improved passer. And before the season started, I say the Baltimore Ravens are the X factor in the AFC. And they say, why? I say the success of the Baltimore Ravens solely lies on the arm of Lamar Jackson. If he can be a better passer, be more consistent, and be more accurate than he's been in his career, then the Baltimore Ravens have the best fo- best team in football if he does not turn the ball over and complete passes on third down, which passes that should be completed and be accurate, then the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a handful. Yeah, this game, the Dolphins, they don't have one of their better players, obviously, in uh, Jalen Waddle. So that that's that's going to be tough for them, not not having that, that speed, that guy opposite Tyreek Hill. But the, the Ravens, man, <laughs> they are as a complete as of when you talk just total football team, complimentary football team, not a weakness. At least I haven't seen one offensively, defensively, special teams like the Ravens are such a complete team. And, and so I thought you change their offensive identity. They're, they're going more to passing the ball with Todd Munkin. Um, they're moving away from this run-centric type of offense that, that you know, they had for the majority of uh, – for, for pretty much all of Lamar's career until this year. I, I didn't know how that was going to work. And it's better. He's playing better. I mean, you know how many times he just dropped back, no play action, and he just has go through his progressions or get out the pocket and create things, and it's working – and this defense, they're number one in everything. Points allowed, yards allowed, ter- turnovers, takeaways. Like, they are such a good team. Now, the Dolphins, with Fangio now, as the season has progressed and he's kind of figured out what he has, and it's really since Jalen Ramsey has come back, the Dolphins are better defensively. Th- this is going to be a really good f- – I want to see – how the Ravens play defense against this Miami Dolphins offense. That, that's what I'm eager to see. Right. And how does Mike McDaniel attack this defense? I'm eager to see how that uh, that pans out. But if, if Lamar Bard, he has a terrible game where he gets hurt. He's winning his second MVP. He's earned it because he he came through the back door for this one. Nobody was talking about Lamar Jackson's MVP. It was Brock Purdy. It was Dak Prescott. It was Tyreek Hill. McCaffrey. Uh, little Josh Allen. Christian McCaffrey. And here is Lamar. He's going to come through the back door and win it. And, and so I believe, bar an injury or just a complete meltdown, um, three, four picks in the next two games, he'll have his second MVP. And, and so this is going to be a hell of a football game. I'm looking forward to seeing how – uh, 
they match up. And it's really the, the coordinators mixing and matching it. And so, yeah, <coughs> this may be yeah. the game of the week. Yeah, it is a game of the week. Just like you said, defensively, I want to see what the Ravens are going to do. I don't believe that you can blitz Tua in this offense with especially Tyreek streaking down the middle of the field, taking the top over this defense. So if I'm the, if I'm the defense the defensive coordinator for the Ravens right now, I'm saying I have to be able to get the Tua and disrupt him and this timing of this offense we're just rushing three or four. We cannot afford to get in zero blitz type situations, bring it two or three, and just playing single coverage on Tyree Hill. That's not going to happen. Well, yeah, man. We appreciate you guys locking in. That's Plaxico Burris. I'm TJ Hushmanzada, Fox Sports Radio. We'll see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. Take care. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.